0: You're listening to the Fanboy Garage Podcast. And welcome to the Fanboy Garage. I'm Chris Lasanti, joined by my co-host Aaron Varola.
1: Yo, what's up, folks? Welcome to episode 141 of the Fanboy Garage. I hope you guys are all well. We got some stuff to talk about. There's been lots of brewing on the DC side of things. New suits, new trailers. We've been watching Loki. The box office is sort of back. Um, yeah, we're going to dig into it. Chris, where do you wanna start?
0: uh I guess we could start with Loki um I know yeah. you know you were doing the videos, uh kind of mm-hmm. catching everybody up on your th- you know brief thoughts on the show. I haven't really given my quick bites your quick bites. I haven't really had a chance to talk much about it, um, but we're halfway through now after today uh, mm-hmm. uh you know with the series of, with season one, you know I did interestingly enough, I read that they are developing a season two.
1: Um, mm, which is, I did not read that.
0: I, yeah, I mean, whether it's really going to happen or not, I don't know, but it was, it I, I read an article that was referencing that. So, and it would make sense because there's a lot, like, again, and I know some of these uh, runs got shortened because of COVID, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like we're halfway through already and there's like still so much that yeah. they could get into. Oh.
1: Yeah. I mean, although they—they, they, you know—they're moving things pretty, pretty briskly. I, I should say. I think um, this episode just blew the roof off of like what her name is and right. who she, well, kind of who she is. But yeah, you know, in their conversations through the episode, we're starting to learn more about what the TVA actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I have a interesting theory on the TVA and where it is and all of that stuff. But we'll get into that in a minute.
0: Yeah. And you know, just thinking of a, just for a second, not to jump to a hypothetical season two or whatever, but like, if you wanted to do it, you could do it in a way where it's like, if Loki's not going to be a major part of um, the cinematic universe. Sure. Going forward, like he could be a way to expand the universe you know, and keep the character fresh and uh, sure. like just have him, you know, be a reason for why certain things happen or explain away certain yeah. things. I, I think that would be
1: pretty. He's going to be the Phil Coulson that should have been. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> sure. You know what agents of shield could and should have been. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, before it was, like, actually not at all connected.
0: Right, when it it was very connected. Nudge, nudge, winks, winks. Yeah, right, yeah. So overall, though, just speaking about what's happening now in the actual season one, um, you know, I got to say, I mean, I've I've been enjoying the show. Uh, I think it's, I just love that it's a, at least a quirky, fun sci-fi show. Um, You know, so far, these three uh, Disney Plus shows that they've done have... Kind of all had their their own feel, yeah uh obviously one Wanda, one division is quirk was very quirky, but like it kind of started out like you know a nod or not even a nod, like a complete homage to like sitcoms right old school sitcoms, yeah, so it had that vibe going for a big chunk of its run, and then it sort of morphed into a kind of a quirky weird like sci-fi show and then like a more more marvel feel to it uh right. c- whereas falcon and winter soldier kept the feel of like um uh, captain america the winter soldier right right and now this this show has its own f- it's got that like i said like a weird quirky
1: even like the opening credits which i love it's got the ragnarok <laughs> vibe to it to me it's it, got uh, there's it, it yeah, it's, I mean, it has its own feeling, but it feels closer to Ragnarok. Yeah, well, I'm just talking, like, as far
0: else. as in comparison to the other, to the shows. Sure, not yeah, Not so yeah. much I to mean, the completely, movies, completely yeah.
1: Completely different beast. Completely really different beast.
0: Yeah, because, obviously, Falcon and Winter Soldier had that, when, you know, Captain America went Winter Soldier feel. So, there, yeah, there are going to be nods, but, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I love the opening credits. They they just scream, like, you're watching, a like, a real, like... You know, sci-fi show, right? Like, got like a mm-hmm. X-Files, Twilight Zone, Outer Limits, thing. Twilight Zone kind of vibe yeah. going for it. Um, and uh, of course, he's amazing, right? So, we, which we knew, right? So, Tom Hiddleston is yeah. fantastic. You know, I was mentioning to you um, last week how, when I so far, like when I was watching Wandavision, one of, when it was over, one of the things I wished for, which I know we weren't going to get, is like I, I'd love to have Paul Bettany. Just star in like a a family sitcom because <laughs> I I just mm-hmm. his I thought his timing as a like an old school sitcom star was fantastic. So watching this series now, my wish is that I we get a Tom Hiddleston um, Owen Wilson show where the two of them just go through like the universe and just try to uncover weird like time anomalies and revisit like a you know almost like a quantum leap meets X Files type of show because their yeah. chemistry together is great. Uh, obviously we didn't see it in this past episode, but, uh, in those first two episodes, it was pretty terrific. Um, one of the things I've decided I'm not going to do in watching this show is I'm not going to research things, you know, which
1: it's so funny you say that because, uh, I've done that. Um, like I don't even want to know more about these characters, like, the potential for some of these you know right. what i mean yeah because like even the name that she threw out today or in this in today's episode when you guys are listening to this it might be tomorrow. uh sylvie is the name of the enchantress but she's still technically a loki so they're they're merging those two characters in a way like she's like oh it's an alias i'm like okay okay um but yeah, we don't know. Or that could have you know just know been a, so a wink even, wink. I'm not even reading yeah, I mean, read into any of that yep. like cuz they're doing, you know, Marvel is it's Marvel's stuff and they have the will and the right to kind of merge and sure. mold things in different directions if they want to. So Yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, I'm I mean just, and I'm and
1: enjoying I, I'm enjoying it.
0: I, yeah, I learned the lesson from WandaVision and I I I guess to a lesser extent Falcon and Winter Soldier um But, like, for me, it's like, look, you can try to find out every reference, right? The name, planets, like, all of these different things, like, and what they mean in the context. Because a lot of it is pulled in some way, shape, or form from the comics, right? Whether... But they've done a... They've made it very clear in both the movies and these shows that they are going... They are creating their own universe. And even if they borrow... Uh, a name, a character, a concept, right? A storyline, a ca- whatever, from the comics, they're still going to, more often than not, do their own thing with it. And it's going to be their version in their universe as part of their story. So I don't want to yeah. set myself up by getting going down that rabbit hole of saying like, oh, well, this character could potentially lead to this character and maybe the introduction right. of these characters and this thing means that it's like, forget it. I just let me, I want them to tell me the story and yeah. you know, so this way I enjoy it or don't enjoy it for what it is uh, rather than like for what it is. And so I've, I've, I've done a pretty good job of staying away from, you know, from all of that. Like usually after every episode I'd go right online and start, you know, searching for, references and stuff like that and i, I haven't right. done that really so uh but yeah. yeah i mean three episodes left uh and uh you know we'll see we'll see where we are in the end
1: yeah i mean everyone keeps on saying oh that one of the the time keepers looks like kang the conqueror so who, kind of right. back to your... I mean, we already know that... you to your researching, and I don't even want to read that. Right. I'm not even looking... I'm like, that's just a lizard person. Like, if that's what he looks like, cool. Sure. If that's who he is, great. Yeah. I'm not going to get caught up in like, oh, that guy back there in the background looks like Kang. Until it's Kang, it's it, you know, Until they say this is Kang, then it's not Kang. Yeah, and we know that um, Kang is going to
0: be part of the MCU, right? And yeah. is going to probably be one of the big bads for this phase, but... I I don't know that they're going to just introduce him as a background character uh, yeah. that happens to be there in Loki. I mean, maybe.
1: Hey, I mean, it could be just a nice little inter, inter, quiet introduction to who he is. I mean, the interesting thing about about Kang being like part of the TVA is that... There have been a couple of references to like time not working differently mm-hmm. at the TVA. And and that term has also popped up in um Ant-Man and the Wasp. Time sure. not working not working differently. Uh, Scott Lang has said time in the quantum realm, time does not work. It does works a little differently.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's an interesting theory floating around that the TVA is actually the city we see in the quantum realm. Um, when, uh, Scott is like shrinking down in ant man. Um, okay. and that, that city is supposed to be where King the conqueror comes from. So, well, and is it
0: kind the Conqueror is going to be in, in
1: the yeah, next man and wasp movie, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, it so it could very well be, but again, until it's, until they say this is king the conqueror sure i'm not getting mephisto today
0: right and <laughs> that, i mean at least that has like what you just said okay i could say okay you know what that there that makes sense within the context of the story that they're telling and that we've things that sure. we've already heard about like the mephisto thing like marvel never said we were getting mephisto right it was never announced yeah. that mephisto was going to be in a movie and yeah. you know it was really just that was completely fan generated whereas with Damn. this we know kang is going to be in in the next ant-man and wasp yeah. movie and so yeah i mean that makes a lot more sense whether it's fully realized in this show or not uh remains to be seen seen it could just be an introduction to the universe and the concept right more so right. than the right. character but maybe maybe it won't you know maybe uh but well, i guess yeah
1: maybe they'll do the little side the, the side profile glance like they did with thanos
0: yeah, or or like interest. a post credits thing. Um, yeah, you know, at the, at the after the last episode.
1: Um, yeah, like what they did with like the scrolls. Correct. And, yeah, and what they did with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, with uh, Contessa. Sure. And all of that. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Hey, yeah, absolutely, I'm 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 on it, and I love I love these Disney Plus shows. I think they are quality. Um, the production. All of that looks great. Mm-hmm. The writing is phenomenal. The acting is top notch. Like shows are good stuff.
0: Yeah, so, and it, what's great about it is it it gives these characters an opportunity to breathe and and get their like the type of spotlight that they wouldn't get at this point in the movies, right? So right. you know you have a character like Loki, which is I mean, what was he going to be doing in the movies for for a while, right? So and you could just tell, like Tom Hiddleston is just chewing up scenes in this oh, and he's, and so he's just loving it you could tell like i mean him the, him
1: being drunk oh my god i mean that like, was i'll have another unbelievable yeah uh yeah, nice little nice little wink to to the first thor movie yeah and you know
0: that's the type of stuff that you're going to be able to do by giving these characters like their spotlight uh in
1: these yep. shows so like and he, yeah i mean he's also showing some redeemable qualities in loki uh-huh. before he actually gets there sure right because like we know that at some point, Loki becomes a, a hero, right? He mm-hmm. uh, uh, realigns with Thor and he helps fight and all that yep. stuff. But that's later. That's older oh, yeah. older Loki, uh, which this Loki is starting to sort of adopt, right? And it's all in that memory of his mother. So he's yeah. kind of redeeming one of the worst Marvel movies, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thor the Dark sure. World, with that connection.
0: Yeah. I. uh She's their conversation about the, the his mo- the mother and some like of that I thought it was great,
1: yeah, um,
0: just great acting in that. But you know, I'm I don't know if they're going to do this. Uh, you happen to just mention it, so I don't know if they're going to do it. Um, but I'm going to tell you right now, if if we ever get that moment in a movie where Thor and Loki like team up, yeah. you know, like and we have that like redemption arc, that's going to be the greatest moment in MCU history. Yeah. Like I I yeah. love the Loki character. And and I love the actor and I would just love to see him kind of have that arc where he gets to that point.
1: He's not he's not being a whiny bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean we, we I mean we got it in sort of got it in uh in Ragnarok. You did. Right? Then, but it, uh, yeah. And then he gets snuffed out by Thanos, because he wasn't, he wasn't going to give up the stone. Yes. So.
0: But that wasn't, I mean, I'm talking about that moment. Like, I want that moment yeah, where just like, he just
1: he sees him again
0: and he shows up and, you know, he's just looking at, he's ready to like kick ass and, and do the right thing. And there's some great musical cue behind it. Like it's already in my head. I have it already. It's there. Um, I sure. want that. Yeah. Whatever that's going to Make be. it and,
1: so Marvel. Make it. There so. you go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah, so we'll see. You know where the rest of the show goes, and um, you know the very next thing after that is uh, well, not is going to be Black Widow, right? Which is mm-hmm. coming quickly. <laughs> Movie that never felt like it was ever going to be released. Now it's like, what are we a couple of weeks away? Uh, Seriously, it's like wow, this this happened quick, and and it's it's almost coming too quickly because I I'm still going back and forth on whether I want to see it in the theaters or not, like there's a big part of me that does. And there's a big part of me that's like, I'm going to wake up that morning and just want to watch it at home. Like I I, I can't, I'm not sure what's going to happen yet, but if you would have asked me like a month ago, maybe two months ago, I would have said, you know, I'm going to see this in the theaters. But now as time has gone on, I'm finding myself kind of drifting back more towards like just watching it at home. So, I mean, where are you I with that? I
1: am sticking with uh, with not going to the theater to see it. Yeah. Um, I don't – I mean, I think it's going to be because – I think it's going to be because of the convenience of just being able to go, I want that right now. Right. I'm going to watch it right now. Yeah, not having to plan. Versus like you the – all it, right, let me schedule my show time. Yes, and it's kind of funny because like, there's a lot of there's a lot of fun in that in in, in like the that process, right? Especially like, since um, it's, it's been
0: my day. more than a year since you've had that. Yeah, process.
1: That, that, I mean and, and that that that's exciting, but it's almost like for me, my my life is different than it was before. Not that it's not like I couldn't accommodate going to the movie theaters. Like that sounds so crazy, but it's like. It would be one of those things that I would purchase in the morning and go, it's there whenever I want to watch it. Yeah. Whenever I feel like I want to watch this movie, I'm going to go, I'm going to just be able to turn it on and watch it. No problems. Right. And so that, like, that's the thing to me. I don't have to get up and go to the car and get my, you know, go, go through, you know, I'm not going to do any of that. Yeah. I literally have to sit on my couch, turn on my TV, power up Disney plus and hit play. Yeah there's definitely done.
0: something to be said for not having to create a moment where you want to have to go to see the movie as opposed to like just letting that moment come to you where like you're yeah. just sitting there and you're like hey you know what I have free time right now I'm going to kick back and relax and watch this now you know and like there's there's yeah. a kind of a satisfying feeling to that um But yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, you know, interesting. We were kind of talking about a little bit about box office stuff before we started recording. And, you know, we're not going to get into like the specifics of like the top five or any of that stuff. But just in general, looking over the box office trends for the last month, as theaters started to reopen, you know, more and more and capacity uh, limits and stuff were starting to uh, ease uh, all of that. Uh, it, it's been interesting to watch, um, you know, what movies have hit and what movies haven't. I mean, it so far I, I look at it. It's like more movies to me have uh, disappointed than have actually mm. hit or surprised. I mean, I'm looking at it and it's like, you know, a movie like, you know, quiet place part two has done very well. Right. It's already a 100- hundred. I didn't
1: even know that was in theaters.
0: Oh yeah, it's already 125 million dollars <laughs> through its first 3 weeks uh domestic. And I mean the first acquire place did 100 and like 88 million in its f- entire run. You know, and and this movie's coming out now like when theaters are still a little I mean even even though they're opening up more, they're not all open and they don't all have right. full capacity and you still have some hesitancy right with people wanting to go so the fact that it's there at that point tells you that like that's probably around what the movie may have been doing in a normal time um but then you look at a movie like spiral from the book of saw which was really one of the first wide releases when uh, when things really started to reopen and i think a lot of people felt like because of that this thing was going to do very well at least by the standards of you know that genre, and it, it hasn't. It's been a disappointment. It had a disappointing opening. It did only like less than nine million dollars in its opening weekend. I uh, mean, it's only at twenty three million dollars right now. Sense
1: to me. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, in the sense of like with the expectation that people would go flocking to go see Spiral. Well, like, right, and but there's and something. Here's, here's my rationale here, right? It's like if you haven't had steak, are you gonna go to a you know a golden corral to get yourself a steak you know i get I mean? it like it's yeah part, you feel me like you're gonna go to a steak you're gonna like wait but if, you know this was a movie all...
0: from a popular franchise although you know the movies
1: that's a little long in the
0: tooth. long in the tooth but it does have you know chris rock for the you know so it's got it and samuel l chris jackson
1: who <laughs>
0: chris rock <laughs> And and Samuel L. Jackson, so it kind of was hyped. And again, that I think people just assume because it's that first. And so that's really my point is that, you know, if you look at other movies, um, like the, In the Heights, which bombed, right, and were yeah. disappointed, uh, you know, things like that. It's like uh, people are definitely not going to go to movies right now just because.
1: Yeah, uh, I they, think there's a, there, was a, there was a lot of that that happened before. It's like, I'm bored. Yes. I'm gonna go to the movies. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. Now I, I it's gonna, gonna be lost, an event
0: film, luster. and we'll see what happens this weekend, as uh, or the next couple of weekend. You know, as like the, I mean, Fast F9, whatever it's called, Fast and Furious Nine is. Nah. It's already nah. gonna be at like three hundred million worldwide by the time it opens here, in the U.S. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, but we'll see what it does here. That that'll be kind of a test of the theory of like, well, people will show up to like an event film, but they're not just going to go see anything. And, and it's interesting because if you look at a quiet place 2, it, they didn't do the day and date release like for free on a streaming service deal. Right. But it does, it did well, the conjuring, the new conjuring movie, which did have the day and date release thing uh, on HBO max. It didn't do blockbuster numbers, but it did. Okay. It did better than spiral for instance, which didn't right. have a day and date release either. Right. Mm. So it, it made double the money that spiral made more than double the money. Um, so it's like that whole thing too. We still don't really have an idea of how, what kind of an effect that is having on box yeah. office numbers either, which, you know, I'm not sure that that's a great thing for the studios because they're still going to have to guess and try to figure
1: out. Yeah. I was gonna things. Say they're, they're like forecasting is, gotta be like rolling the dice
0: yeah you know it'll yeah, be there's interesting
1: no there's no there's no science to it anymore sure. everything is kind of like in disarray and it's a guessing game
0: and black widow going to be interesting because black widow now is the f- <sighs> probably the first of the like wide release general audience blockbuster right. type movies because you know like a quiet place part two that's a horror movie so it's not really a general audience movie even though it did right, really well, right. this is the first you know that's getting a day and date because F 9s not getting the day and date release at home. Mm. So this that'll be the test. So it's like it'll be fascinating to see what
1: it's gonna it's gonna make us money because it's gonna be, well, because it's day and day is gonna be cool. One, two, it, yeah, it's gonna make money it's, either it's way. It's gonna be paid. You, I mean, you know, you got pay. You're gonna pay double the price you would for a ticket. Sure,
0: but. That that isn't even for, up for debate. I don't. It's going to make its money, but yeah. the question will be, what does the box office do versus the streaming do? Like yeah. that'll be a fascinating number, and I think it'll be one. And it's that, the
1: first Marvel. It's the first yeah, Marvel film.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and now you have a lot of people that have been following the MCU via these Disney Plus shows, and mm. maybe they've gotten very comfortable. <laughs> Watching yeah. that stuff at home, so
1: or they're itching, or they're itching for,
0: or they're itching to get to the theater, oh, right? Itching. And this is what we're going to be. These are the things that we're going to be finding out. I mean, if you look at entertainment in general, right? Like since things have started to return, it's really been interesting to see what, like UFC for instance, is doing. Gangbuster numbers. They're they're selling tons of tickets. Their pay per view numbers are up. Um, and and I I think a big reason for that is that you know, they were the first real, like, sporting event to go live during the quarantines. Mm -hmm. And, like, I remember watching that first UFC show during the quarantines, and it was the first one that I had made a point to watch in a while because I just kind of wanted to feel some normalcy at that point and enjoying it so much, and I think they gained a lot of momentum from that. But if you look at, like, pro wrestling, which used to... Have some parallels to the UFC audience I don't think it has as much anymore But like AEW, WWE Like they're kind of Up and down hit or miss with their Tickets right now that they're putting on sale For their return to the road shows Um, Mm. Some are doing pretty well Some you know not that great Uh, A lot of the WWE stuff hasn't Really been doing great but like SummerSlam Will do pretty well like so it's like They're right where they were Like pre-pandemic as right. far as that goes. You know, big deal shows will do well. Everything else, eh, you know, hit or miss. Um, so they've gotten, like, no bump, seemingly, from the pandemic. Um, you know, if you look at music, I mean, Foo Fighters just played a show here in New York City at Madison Square Garden, sold out, you know, like yep. 17,000 people, whatever it was. And so, like, fans flock to that, you know, but we're going to see, like, you know, how much of that lasts. So it is it is interesting watching, like... The stadium, and if but if you look at like team sports, uh, you know, like Major League Baseball, now, um, you know, a lot of the cities you know, have full capacity now at these stadiums, but their attendance is essentially where it would have been, um, you know, <clears throat> during an, if it was a normal June, late June, right, right now, you know, like other than those first couple of games where they started to allow significant numbers of fans back where i think people did just go out for the sake of it that's kind of worn off now you know and we'll Mm. have to see what happens to the rest of the league like the nba had the benefit of bringing a lot of fans back to arenas in the middle of the playoffs (laughs) so that's different because you're going to have your sellouts during that period anyway so it's almost like not fair but you know we'll see i mean the nfl is going to have full capacity when they come back you know in september so uh it's just it's interesting to see where people are with live entertainment and you know going out and being around big crowds and stuff like that. So
1: yeah, I mean, like the big the big crowd thing and like going to games and live events and stuff like that. Like, those are moments. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't I don't hold those as anywhere close to going going to a theater. You know, because there's there's a there's a celebratory. Sort of like, yeah, we're all in this kind of thing. Like my team versus your team. Well, like yeah, energy is very, but that always you know, existed. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could see how um, those things are kind of have normalized a little bit. And yeah, how move, the, the movie going experience is still sure. very different. Um, and I, I do think it comes down to value to a certain degree, where if you're getting a day of release uh, at home versus in the theater, you're going to, you're going to be like, do I really want to go <laughs> see this? You know, I want to see it. Dude, can I just watch it at home? You know, I don't have to do all of that. Cre- you know, I'm going to prepare for any of this stuff. Like, yeah. And if button. you're a
0: family, more importantly, because again, that's where the general audience you aspect of this comes in. Yeah. Like if you're a family that would go normally go to see black widow, you know, say you're a family of four. Well, you're yeah. paying one30 dollar fee, so all of a sudden, like for this for like a single person like myself, sitting there, I, I would have to pay 30 bucks, which is you know not quite double here in New York City of what I would normally pay, right. but it's you know, it's about anywhere between right. like 12 and 10 dollars more, maybe double in some cases, more than I would pay to go to a theater right to watch it. But if you're a family of four, you're paying that $130 dollar now you're saving money. Now, granted, you're watching it at home. Yeah, so it's a different experience, but also, you know, if you have kids, you don't got to worry about packing them
1: up to go. Like, you don't have to, your bathroom is right there, you know? Yeah, there's a whole stress that's included with that kind of thing. And, you know, you're a parent and you got to take your kids anywhere. Could be an effing birthday party. Yeah. Like you're gonna be stressed out, man. You gotta do, you know. I'm gonna occupy these kids. What if they gotta do about them? What if they get sick? You know, someone gets hit. Blah, blah. Yeah. I I'd hey. be
0: interesting to see if it's gonna how much of it comes down to why people go to a movie theater. Like, yeah. do they go to the theater because they want to just have a day out or night out? Do they go because they like the theater experience? You know, they want the giant screen and the big sound and all that. Yeah. Or do they go just because they want to see a movie? Because I think if you're in the crowd of that just wants to go, that goes to a theater just because you want to see that movie right then, well, then maybe you are more likely to just watch it at home because yeah. the convenience is, it's even more convenient, right, to do it that way. You know, if you're one of those people that is like a kind of a cinephile and you want to see the thing on the big screen, you like that experience, well, that you're never going to get at home, so you would have to go to the theater for that,
1: um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it, it, that's a, it, that's, yeah. It's that's that's interesting. You know, it's an interesting um, way to to break it down. I, I definitely think there are certain personalities that that determine, you know, their likely likelihood to go see a particular movie or whatever. Like, there have been films that I've watched during the pandemic, which I was like, ah, oh, man, I wish I'd seen that in the theaters. Like, Tenant was one of those movies. I was like, "Damn, I really wish I'd, I'd seen that in the in the uh, in the theaters for its spectacle." But I will tell you that it was such a dense film that had I seen it in the theater, I, I may have had a completely different experience. Yeah, you know, like I walked out. I I, I walked out. <laughs> I walked away from my couch more like um, of seeing Tenant, and it like it was there was a tackiness to it that I. Could stop. I could rewind. I could go like, oh, sh- shit. Like, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. There was something. There was a different experience that I had with Tenet, and it made me really, really enjoy the film and more that's... so than I think folks had like the experience that folks had had when they'd seen it in yeah. the theater
0: that's usually the experience you would have watching it for like the second time right like yeah. rewatching it at home where you would just like you, you have a general idea obviously what the movie is but now you're looking for like little finer points and yeah going back but you're able to do that on your first experience
1: first watch yeah
0: which now granted not every movie is going to be like that like a the Christopher Nolan, you know, like a tenant, where it's yeah. like, there's so many things we do. Wait, what? Let me go back. But yeah, I mean, it, 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 you know, it might be for those types of movies, it, it might be your preferred way of watching it going forward. Sure. Um, who knows? Yeah, even
1: though I mean, I would have, I really would have enjoyed seeing it, um, on on the big screen. And and you know, look, like we'll see what happens with Black Widow because. This will be the first Marvel film that I don't see in the theater. Like I've seen every Marvel film, but except, with the exception of one, which was Ant-Man and the Wasp, and that was because, like, I think my daughter was born at around that time. If I remember, but I don't, so don't hold me to it. Um, but like, yeah, Black Widow will probably be the 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 film that I like. Willingly say, hey, I'm not going to go see that in the theater. Cause I'm different <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see, but, um, yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see how, th- how different movies play out and, um, how the ongoing trends continue to develop, uh, because it, I mean, the theater has got to do, and we've said it for so many, many years and so many episodes is that the theaters have to do something different. Um, and hopefully, they've taken, they will take this opportunity. It yeah. sounds like They're not though. Well, the opportunity to choose yeah. the game, but we'll see. I
0: mean, there's only so much the theater itself can do, but they have, you know, worked on deals, you know, like the universal deal and stuff like that. where like, right. they're going to shrink the, the window, the you know, before yeah. people can watch them at home. So I think that you're going to, which I actually think is the smartest model because most of the money is going to be made in the theater in, within the first few weeks anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if a movie hasn't done well by then, like, who cares, really? You're, you're probably going to yeah. be cutting screens anyway, so why not just send it home? Um, yeah. You know, so I, I think if you're, if you're one of those people that has to see a movie, like, opening weekend, then you're still going to be able to have exclusivity to that audience. But if you're one of those people that could wait, you know, yeah. a month... Or even less in some cases, then yeah, I mean, you can just wait to watch it at home and and have a, a luxury that you didn't have before, you know, and, and mm. it might work out for everybody because that person wasn't going to look if you if you decided not to go to a movie to see it in a theater within the first month, you weren't going to see it in the theater no nah, you nah. you were probably going to wait you know, for it to come on HBO or whatever to to see it or maybe even Netflix or whatnot. But uh, so but now you might be tapping into that new audience, that audience that wasn't going to be going to the theater no matter what, but maybe will want to have a movie night at home. And since they have the option of getting this like new movie, basically, uh, within a few weeks after it was theater, like, yeah, they might be willing to rent it or whatever. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, I've already seen Raya like. 20 times. <laughs>
0: well, yeah.
1: Since it's gone free, since it's been free. Sure. You know what I mean, and and now I've watched Luca like five times, five or six times that thing that just dropped last week.
0: Yeah. And that's the other thing. I mean, from, from, well, I mean, look, we already know like for family audiences, the streaming services are. It's a game changer, right? I mean, yeah, there are like
1: gold mines right there, man. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Because, you know, you could just watch it. I mean, you don't have to wait months and months. You can just be watching these first run movies over and over again yep. uh, in a way that, that kids would oh my God. probably I prefer mean, to experience it, right? At home, in their comfort zone.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, dude, I mean, the thing is, here, I'm going to tell you something that I've noticed in with this model is that the There's a lot of build up you know, like a kid will watch a movie and oh that's nice, blah blah blah. And maybe they they think about it again later. Mm -hmm. Oh, I really like that movie. But the chances of you taking them to see that movie again is like slim to none. Of course. With these multiple repeats, like the merchandise stuff gets locked in. Like in the mindset of a kid, like the like, I want a sword like Raya. Like that shit gets locked in fast. Yes. Because my daughter can watch that movie over and over again. Over and over yeah. again. So if she's in a target yep. and see something related to Raya or now maybe even Luca, like that 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 like the attention to want to buy that thing yeah. is like on another level.
0: And chances are your merch most of your movie merch is going to be out at at its its peak, like when the movie's released, yep. right? So yep. you know, if they're able to access these movies and kind of fall in love with them. Fast, then that's absolutely going to be better yeah. for merch. Rather than if they waited three, four months, right, or six months, and then they happen to catch it, um, and and they're probably more, you're probably more likely to put that movie on for them. Yeah, knowing that it's oh hey this is out now, like rather than it yeah. just kind of oh you know having it pop up, you know on a on a streaming service or on HBO or whatnot. Right, and then you you're like, oh, this is here. Okay, let me put it on for them. But like now, it's like I'm yeah. going to put this on for them because it's like hot and it's it's out right now. Yeah, it's
1: like oh, it has your attention. like yeah. you can sit through the whole thing. I mean, that's pretty much it's exactly what's happened. Yeah, it and, was like Raya came out. Well, first my daughter was wanting to see Raya for like a while, and I was like, no, I'm not paying thirty dollars for Raya. I'm sorry, it's not happening. Right, I'm not doing it. And then it's free, and then I was like, okay, Daddy, can I watch Raya? Oh, look, we got it for free? Yeah, I got to watch. It. Especially since it was then, free like, quickly. Next... Yeah. Yeah. Then it was like, uh, Daddy, can I watch TV? Yeah, you, you want to watch Raya? Yeah, yeah, okay, here you go. Here, watch some more Raya. Oh, you want to pick it up from the beginning? Gotta watch more Raya. Luca came out. Luca, 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 Luca. Over and over and over and over and over again. And I'm like, shoot myself in the face. But because Luca is on yeah. all the time. Um, but yeah. And chances are, because it's like a, you know. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Chances are you probably wouldn't have gone to see both of those movies in theaters with her. No. Yeah. No. So now she gets right to have that experience and it's, everybody wins. Except for you, maybe, if you don't want to watch. We
1: were watching Onward like all the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Interesting. Uh, all right. So we'll see what happens with that, but, um, you know, there was. Uh, I saw you did a video, quick bite, on the uh, the costume news that has been popping up, right? Yeah. Uh, so we got to see glimpses of uh, the Shazam family costumes that are going to yep. be in Shazam: Fury of the Gods, and we got some, I guess, teases or some glimpses of that. Andy Muschetti has been. Um, Really, kind of throwing out these teasers right on social media of like the Flash symbol and suit, the Batman yeah, symbol and suit, yeah. and now he, they did the Supergirl symbol and suit. Um,
1: yeah, but there were some. There was like full suit leaks, onset leak photos. Yeah, of of, uh, of her. Yes, in the suit, which is gonna, which oh, is was, you know, gonna be awesome.
0: I it looks fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah, it looks really good. <clears throat> and the um the stuff from Shazam, I mean I know obviously we all know Aaron's feelings, you know, with Shinope and all that stuff. No, but I'm felt sh- with maybe him. now. yeah, but so these these cousins are a significant improvement. Um <laughs> I oh, sorry. you know, I, I agree definitely agree with you on the, the the Shazam costume from the the suit from the first movie. I mean, looking at them side by side, it's like you even forget maybe how. I mean that that first suit was ridiculous. It's just a giant like muscle suit. It doesn't fit him properly. Um, no. He looks too small for it. It there's no texture to it. Like it's it's very bright. And I I get what they were going for, but it seems like now, um, and I don't know what the storyline reason is going to be for why the suits are different. But it seems like now they're trying they to even change of,
1: colors. Yeah.
0: They're trying to it's bring it more covers. in line with kind of the more traditional or what we're used to now from like these superheroes. There's textures added. Uh yeah. they're more form fitting, streamlined. Like uh Shazam now, um Zachary Levi actually just he doesn't look like a, a guy in a muscle, he looks like a guy who's in really good shape that's yeah. wearing a, a suit. <laughs> um yeah I, yeah, I just I like everything about the changes that they made.
1: Everyone, uh, every suit iteration across that entire family looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. Me. It's Absolutely. just it, it just looks more anatomically correct sure. for their necks and their yep. heads and the rest of their bodies. Yep. Um, you know, and I'll just say one one last time, and I'll just leave it leave it at that. But like watching Zachary Levi in that big ass roided suit Mm -hmm. was distracting as hell. Yeah. For me. It really was. Um I'm like, my body don't look like that. That's so weird. So this this hopefully, you know, to your point, I hope they do they have a good explanation. If any I mean technically they don't really need an explanation. It's just like, no, this is, you know, well you kind of do considering the fact that
0: Shazam's yeah, Shazam's suit isn't like made So you would want to have some, at least some explanation for why this suit's all changed. And it's not, it doesn't take much. It could be simple. He could have just... wished it that way or whatever you know yeah hey be, look yeah. it
1: looks different i like the way superman's suit looks so yeah, i decided to add a little absolutely. texture to mine. yeah it doesn't take much And everyone's but, like oh i want my suit to look like that too yep. Boom, i'm gonna wish that into existence yeah uh, whatever it's a, it's a comic book and um, it, it feels
0: like there may be and i i don't know this but it, it just it feels like you know maybe you know maybe there's a little bit more budget there maybe there's a little bit sure. darker feel maybe for this movie um, you know, maybe the, you know, the original Shazam was meant, it was a new line release, right? So it wasn't, which is owned by Warner media, but it was supposed to be this separate thing that was almost supposed to fit in in the same way that like Deadpool was supposed to fit into the, right. you know, the X-Men universe at the time. Like, whereas it, it's, they'll make references to, and you'll see things that are familiar from it, but it, it, it. it kind of they ain't never get together no like it kind of vaguely fit you know so maybe yeah. now they're going to try to move it a little closer uh just in case mm-hmm. because you know they are going to be you know who knows maybe they are going to set it up so that they could all get involved somehow and 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 you know that would be great actually i would be all for that right uh yeah. I'm excited about the Flash stuff. I mean, I think when, when we finally get a chance to see the Batman suit, so it's probably going to break the internet um, oh, dude, as it I should. Mean. I mean, they showed up. We got to see Michael Keaton just standing there as as Michael With Keaton and that broke the internet. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... Oh, man.
1: Uh, Look, that was pretty... That was, that was really good to see. That was actually really, really good. That kind of like that nostalgia. Oh, that's going to be... I, and then I, that's the thing. That's the tricky part for me, right? Because the nostalgia gets me in the door, um, mm-hmm. but it doesn't get me to love, love your movie of at all, course. right? I mean, I just... You know, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull or whatever that shit movie is called. Yeah. That is probably one of the most disappointing movies I've ever ever sure. experienced. Um, so, I, you know, I'm hopeful. Uh, I, I'm really interested to see what the flash suit looks like. I know it's going to be different. Yeah, I really liked his suit. I really liked his suit.
0: I mean, it I might like not be that much. It, it. it might, yeah. I mean, it's it's probably going to be a little bit more evolved, but it, it it should keep within the spirit of what was there though already. I would think maybe not. I mean, yeah. who knows? But
1: um, or maybe he gets it from. He gets it from Bruce Wayne. It's possible. Who's like, hey man, this belonged to the uh, the Flash from my universe, and they were like, what? It was a Flash in the Burton universe. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What? Yeah, that's yeah. that whole thing
0: is that's really be that's wild. Uh, it's really cool. I, that's really, they're really cool. They're they're building this up. They've done and they've done a really good job of kind of teasing this marketing, and marketing it. I just feel like it's that's going to just be this monster event movie uh, that's going to draw in. Like, because, and and you mentioned the nostalgia that it's going to get you in the theater, but, and that's what it's meant to do, right? I mean, you're going to draw in an audience that maybe you weren't going to get. Maybe you were, but maybe not.
1: Multi generational,
0: you know. You're going to have the the you know old school fans that are going to want to see keaton back as batman you're going to have the the fans of this DCEU that are going to want to finally see ezra miller's flash get his own movie and then you're going to have a new audience of like young people that are going to be into supergirl and all that stuff
1: yeah so yeah. it's you know multi-generational I mean I see a cool. lot of, a lot of that stuff on social media with people really championing you know the supergirl look and all that which is which is great because yeah. it was all Initially, there was some backlash. There was. You know, there's dumb. Oh yeah, there's some dumb. What What was there. that about? Oh, she's not blonde.
0: Oh, oh, you mean that? You stuff? Know, yeah, I,
1: that kind no of patience shit for that. Yeah, it's uh, uh, You it's know stupid. why? Why would they cast her? Yeah, Michael Keaton was too short
0: too to be Batman. So yeah, and he was a comedic. Heath
1: Ledger you know, Heath Ledger did a Knight's Tale. Blah blah. Yeah, he's Australian. Yada da 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 we get it. Yep, haters gonna hate. Yeah, but yo, I'm into it. I'm cool with it. Let's see something.
0: Yeah. Speaking of seeing something, we got a chance to see the new Suicide Squad trailer or the Suicide Squad trailer. Uh, and uh, I mean, I just look, I, I, I like this trailer was a little different. Um, and they said they were going to make them a little different. You got a little bit more of like the backstory. Yeah. Uh, and some of the motivations for this. Um, it, this movie just looks all kinds of cool um i don't know i mean i i just you know i mean i'm a james Gunn fan i i i like his feel for it i mean it, it does have a yeah. lot of that guardians of the galaxy but i mean you say that guardians of the it's not fair to say it's got a lot of that guardians of the galaxy feel to it cuz it's that's very much the james a Gunn lot of james feel Gunn. yeah so it's you know he it certainly has the james Gunn feel to it which is why you would bring him in to direct this movie I would think right you kind of want it to feel like a James Gunn thing and it I feel like the tone is is right on um, yeah I, I'm pumped for that I mean and it's again that's another movie I'm gonna have the option of watching at home I don't even have to pay extra to watch it at home uh, or I could watch it on the big screen and we'll see I mean it's still you know a couple of well, less than a couple of months now away but um, I'm pumped for that one
1: yeah I uh, I lost my mind after seeing that trailer. Yeah, it's beautiful, yeah. gorgeous. It's, I, right. I, I mean, it <laughs> it it's a, it looks so different. It, it's got me. It's got me locked. Um, I gotta be, I gotta be honest though. If there's anything that takes me out of it, it's Harley Quinn.
0: I don't disagree with you. Um, I kind of oh, felt the same no. way. You know, I yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going to be that dramatic where it's going to take me out of the film but yeah I I kind of feel like she
1: she, she she like turns me off.
0: I'm a little done with that character right now and I love the Harley Quinn character and I love Margot Robbie's version of the character but like I almost feel like I I'm okay with moving on and seeing mm-hmm. more a lot more of the new characters. Um but you know who knows. I mean, we don't know exactly you know how big her role is in the movie, and um, you know uh, what the focus of it's going to be, and and, and it's not like she's bad, so it's, you know it's not like oh there's this annoying bad character again, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of get it. Like I, I when she pops in in the trailer, at first I was just like oh okay,
1: yeah, but, but yeah. I think part of that too I-
0: could just be my like I, I like the new stuff that we're getting and I I like that new feel and um, you know maybe that she's so familiar that it's it's kind of breaks up a lot of that like the newness
1: yeah I'm like I don't really care about you like and I don't it's getting to a point where I don't find her funny either like I don't and I almost feel like they're showing us a little too much of her, and they're using all these different like one-liners. But like King Shark, that to me like that's a win. You know what I mean? Yes. Like yeah, the po- polka dot man, like polka dot man, that that's a win. Like dildo face, like that's a win to me. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> all of that stuff, all of the new like obscure crazy characters that that he's decided to cherry pick and bring into this film. Like those are the ones that I want to I care about because I am been there done that with Harley Quinn already.
0: Yeah, I mean this is going to be her third movie. Um so we know her and, story already. We know you know, we've And we've, it's
1: kind of an inconsistent. Well, it's yeah. not, inconsistent. not kind of it's, it, been, it's a scene. Yeah. I don't I don't know. You know, I I got to I got to figure it out but there's there's something something seriously bothering me with with like when she took, when she popped up on the screen I was like Ugh, but the funny on, thing is Give me another character.
0: I mean obviously the reason why you would include her in this is is because of the fact that the character became so popular right at the time. Uh and you, yeah and,
1: and she's a, and she's always a, she's a favorite of the of the series in general.
0: Of course. Yeah. So that's why you yeah. would include her but I I almost feel like now watching Um, what we've gotten so far the couple of trailers like I almost feel like like I'm like you more intrigued with these newer characters and this stuff and so it's almost like I I almost feel like I get it like you need it for familiarity and maybe a level of continuity and stuff like that but like it it may not have even been necessary because this thing is seems like it's gotten so much bigger than than that character (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know we may not need her for this, yeah. anyway, yeah. There's other things you could like, certainly use the character for, but, um, yeah, I, I get it. I, I kind of know what
1: you're, where yeah. you're going. Like John, like John, John Cena, like doing the comedy thing. Yeah. John Cena is awesome. Oh, and we know he's like getting his me, own show. All so, day, every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the big dude who's like, who's <laughs> he's like he kills it like i think yeah. i think this is like that's his secret sauce right? And he's really good at that
0: clearly i mean they they love what was going on with that character in the movie cuz they're giving him a show
1: right yeah. so obviously so like i'm good with that yeah serious idris Alba. who's got like you know he's the he's what's his name deadshot yeah the will smith's character was deadshot no
0: Thanks. um uh in the first movie
1: yeah yeah like he's a ripping replacement of that that guy like who's got motivation because of his kid and all like great fine there's not the same character right no no okay no i don't I'm like what i was mean, just i was like thinking about this for a second i'm like assassin daughter too many similarities, Martha. Um, yeah, his
0: uh, Idris Elba's. I think it's Bloodsport is the character.
1: Bloodsport. Right, um, right, right, right. Bloodsport, and then Deadshot. Okay, so right. Um, so Deadshot, the re- the replacement there with Bloodsport, I'm 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 cool with that, and I get get it. He's like the heart of the heart of the crew. Everyone else is a supporting character, and there's some weird shit going on there. I'm cool with all of it. Mm-hmm. I'm good with it. Sure. I want to see every part of it. Like, King Shark is the one that's probably the most intriguing to me because I'm like, how are they going to do this?
0: Well, yeah, because King Shark is that character. You're like, they'll never be able to make this character in a movie. Like, it would only have and to happen in animation. And yeah. now
1: we're... And here, yeah. And then the, the fact that it's, like, Starro.
0: Right, yeah. The villain. Yeah.
1: It's like bananas. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's great stuff, but, you know... Yeah, that's and it's that's what, a film that like I would be like oh I I would want to see it again. I'd want to see it in the theaters, but if it's like it's for free,
0: yeah, I feel I'm like it's anywhere. what the suicide what Suicide Squad as a property probably should have been for DC all along and Warner Brothers all along was like this side thing that didn't like have a to
1: the Justice League where you just kind of flip characters yes, in and out of it.
0: Its own universe. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, you can make references to Batman and you can make references to Superman and things like that without it being like it doesn't have to be
1: um, like, oh, he's talking about Superman. Yeah, it didn't have to be Ben Affleck's Batman. Batman. Absolutely. Exactly. It could have just been. We're on the same page.
0: Yeah. And I think that that and that's. You know when those first trailers came out for the original Suicide Squad, you kind even though you knew it was connected and you knew like Affleck's Batman was going to have like a cameo and stuff like that in it, but like it it felt like it was going to be different, uh, and I guess in in some ways it is, but um, but yeah, like I just feel like it's better to be a a. It doesn't even have to be connected, but even loosely connected, but its own thing, make it its own universe. Cause it's big enough to be its own universe. Right. And it's, um, yeah. I just feel like it, suicide squad, if you try to fit them into the same world as like Batman and Superman and all that stuff, you know, it, it, it's weird. Like I felt like in the first movie, it just was like, really? Like I, like we just watched, you know, Superman, Batman, and uh wonder woman um you know save the world and now it's like really like you 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 need the you have this world where it's already been established that you have a batman you have a wonder well even though technically you know you didn't know where they were but like you have aquaman you have a flash like you have all these characters and it's like you need to break these like People out of prison to save the world, like it. Right to
1: take doo doo faces. Yeah,
0: it didn't seem consistent. It seemed kind of forced and weird. And um, they're just better being weird and quirky because they're such unique and distinct personalities and characters. Just mm-hmm. be embrace that, you know. And and yeah. who knows where the thing can take off to, you know, spinoffs and things like that. That's why I feel like it could be a universe. By itself, um yeah. that's loosely connected I, I, you know by just reference,
1: yeah, I mean and and that's the thing I think you know by f- trying to shoehorn a lot of that stuff with you know Batman popping up and all that, like they almost connected connected it to too too much if that makes any sense, and you now have an expectation that these folks are gonna pop up it's like it's like that thing where. It was it was happening in the Marvel films, right, where you know, Iron Man three happens after the Avengers, and then you're like, Why doesn't Thor just come in and help him? And he's like, Oh, he's on Asgard. Like they started like come up with these excuses yeah. why they weren't yeah, why they weren't popping in and you know, that kind of makes sense. I think the biggest one when when I was like, All right, that we need to stop assuming that characters are gonna fly in and pop up was like in Guardians of the Galaxy Two with that whole ego thing and, like, the big blue blob taking over uh, parts of a state, like, that never gets mentioned. Right. By any of the characters. Yeah. Never, I never thought, oh, like, why wouldn't Iron Man or somebody come and stop that? I kind of just chucked that shit right out of my mind. And that's kind of, like, what has to happen here, yeah. Right. You can reference the characters. Don't have them pop up on screen. Like, let's not see any, like, pictures of them or whatever. Just know that these characters have certain relationships or experiences with heroes sure. that we know of. Yes. And let's not yeah. try to draw a direct and, line to... It's and, Henry Cavill's Superman that got shot right. with the kryptonite bullet. Oh, you know? I
0: know. I saw that became, like, a whole big thing. Oh, yeah, thing. It became a shit
1: show. It's whatever. But
0: I... uh <laughs> I, um, and I also don't think you want to give them stories that are so big that it, you can say, well, you know, wait, Superman might have to get involved in this. Like, give them smaller scale stuff to deal with so that it yeah. makes sense that these, like, kind of covert mission, like things that are off the beaten path, that, like, you know, like that would make more sense to me, especially the nature of why the group is formed and who forms it and stuff like that, too. I think makes, yeah. makes a lot more sense. Uh, and then if, if that property becomes a big deal, then you could figure out a fun way to kind of bring it together if you needed to. But right. I, I wouldn't force it. You know, that's why I always say, like, when you're trying to do these types of things, like, it's better to start small and then you could go big later on rather than trying to start big because then it's it's very difficult to go to small like you'd have to kind of blow things up and start to retool and reboot to do that but like if you right. start with basic connections and just references and stuff like that like oh there's a batman oh there's a gotham city like things like that where it's not so directly connected then you could always build up to a point where it's it becomes more connected if you have to
1: yeah and then you don't have to play that card all the time it's yeah. very similar to what's happened with these marvel tv shows where like brody pops up an episode of falcon and the winter soldier and then we never see him again and that's okay nobody once questioned right oh why isn't war machine taking on some of these uh some of these flag smashers right because he has nothing to do with the story that's why (laughs) yeah you know what i'm saying but no one was like fixated on that idea because they've done a great job of kind of Saying, yep, he lives here, but like, you don't, this is not his story. Yeah. He's a, this is Falcon and the Winter Soldier story. Or I'm sorry, Captain America and the Winter Soldier story. Sure. Yeah. So.
0: All right. Well, Anyways. and one other story that I, I actually watched today uh, was uh, Batman The Long Halloween Part One, uh, which I believe actually came out yesterday, officially. Uh,. And so Batman the Long Halloween is well The Long Halloween is is my favorite all time Batman story. Mm. Uh, I think we've spoken about this before. Yeah. Uh and for years I, I read it every year around Halloween. It's been a couple years since I've actually done that, but um I I don't so I have not seen, heard, read any feedback, reactions, critiques or whatever of this. So I don't know how it's being received, but I, Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed it. Um,
1: where did you watch it?
0: I, I, uh, what do you mean? You bought it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I, uh, you know, I just, I, I liked it. I, I know that the, you know, as far as the, the style, the art style, it is not, you know, completely faithful to the classic, you know, Tim sale art, uh, which, you know, he's got a very distinct style. It's very stylized. It's it's very kind of haunted and Gothic. Uh, it probably, you know, would have been a little difficult to smoothly animate, you know, and that's something you have to take into consideration. You know, when you're making these animated movies, there are nods to it. There are certain character designs that clearly take inspiration from it. Um, and and the way they they do some of the line work and whatnot it does have a comic book feel to it but in general i'd say overall that the style is more like you know Batman the animated series as inspired by The Long Halloween um uh, you know because it's it's kind of got a, a a mix of both and a feel of both um you know Jensen Ackles is good as Batman i and i know you know for me Kevin Conroy is always the voice of Batman, so any Batman story that I read, I always hear his voice, Uh, but I get why you wouldn't go with him for this, because you want to, it's a younger Batman, right, in this story, so you want to have a younger voice, but it it is ironic that they've now uh, adapted four of my five favorite Batman stories into animated films and Kevin Conroy, unfortunately has only voiced Batman in one of them. And it was the worst one, the killing joke, Mm. um, which was terrible. Um, because in, in Batman, uh, year one, Ben McKenzie played Batman, Bruce Wayne, who's actually wound up
1: great. That's a great movie. Yeah.
0: And he wound up playing, uh, Jim Gordon in Gotham, uh, and then uh Peter Weller played the role oh, yeah, in, one. in Dark Knight Returns, uh, parts one and two. So and again they're going for like the much older grizzled Batman. So like Kevin Conroy only got the killing joke, which was terrible, but so I've you know, it it's funny all these years I've been reading these stories, you know, over and over again and, and always hearing his voice in them and here we are getting them in animation and we're not getting Kevin Conner, but that's okay. I get it. I understand why. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the voice cast is good. The acting, you know, is good. Um, it's, you know, been sticking. Uh, they did, they ramped up a little bit of the action and stuff like that, which is fine. Um, but uh, yeah, so far, I mean, it is just part one, obviously. So we, we have another part coming, I think in a month or so. Um, it, you know, I, one of the things that they did with, with Batman Hush was they they took a lot of liberties. Uh they condensed the story and they they changed the the identity, right, of the villain. Um and I wasn't crazy about that, but I actually am now kinda happy that they did it. Only because now watching this, I, I have it in the back of my mind like, well, I I don't want to assume, right, that they're gonna mm-hmm. follow the book. Um, right. you know, I, so I, I kind of like the fact that I, this story that I'm so familiar with, like I can watch it now and still not know exactly what's going to happen, which is cool. Um, and I'm okay with that. Uh, so yeah, so overall it's really well done. Um, happy with it and, uh, looking forward to part two coming out and, you know, seeing where this goes and then, uh, then maybe they could do dark victory next and that'd be cool. Uh, and we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens from there, but it's available now everywhere, all the different streaming services and, uh, uh, not for free though. No, not for free. And it's, it's, you know, you can still get physical media for those of you that do that as well. Um, I went with the 4k stream just because, you know, space, <laughs> uh, yeah. but, uh, yeah,
1: Cool. I think I'm going to wait for it to come out for free. Yeah, why not? Yeah. It'll, it'll, be it'll like
0: probably pop up on HBO Max. Yeah. <laughs> that'd
1: be that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, I'm man. sure
0: it'll be popping up soon. Uh so what do you got anything else here before we uh
1: No, I'm done, in? man. I'm tapped.
0: All right. Uh so yeah, that's it. Uh so on that note, you can go to the com and check out all of our stuff and uh of course, you could check out uh the social media accounts the facebook the instagram the twitter the fanboy garage uh you can see some of our older shows on youtube, uh, the video versions on the youtube channel fanboy garage podcast and um uh you're really not gonna find me on Twitter, but I am there at real c mighty.
1: You can find me on Twitter at aaron speaks that is a underscore a Ron speaks. Thank you once again for listening to episode 141 of the Fanboy Garage. We will catch you guys when we do. All right. Next time.
0: You're listening to the Fanboy Garage Podcast.